Lesson 69 Hello again. I've had several viewers write and say, since I'm a teacher, why not give us an assignment to shoot? Some of them mentioned the What to Shoot episode, which included an example of the 26 Things assignment designed to offer words or phrases as starting points to brainstorm ideas for subjects. Well, I thought about this assignment suggestion long and hard and decided to offer up the first shooting assignment I give my level 1 photo students. What you're looking at here is the actual handout given to them, and I gotta mention that I designed this assignment to be shot with 35mm SLRs loaded with ISO 400 black and white film. The good news for you is that you may use your DSLRs instead, and you can even shoot in color if you so desire. Also, be sure to set your ISO to 200 or 400 before beginning. Do not use the auto ISO option. So let's take a look at the handout in detail and see what basic criteria and ground rules are for this assignment. First of all, you are to shoot everything outdoors with natural light except for the windows portrait, which may be shot indoors without flash. Why shoot outdoors, you may ask? Well, because natural light is always best and being outdoors will compel you to go out and find cool places in which to shoot. It's a great big world out there, I always tell the kids, and what better way to explore it than taking your camera along to record it all. The next point says not to use flash, and if it keeps popping up, there isn't enough light. This is assuming, of course, that you're shooting in auto mode. The next point is pretty important. It says if your camera won't shoot, it could well be because the autofocus isn't working properly. This could be because you're either too close to the subject to focus, or there isn't enough light on the subject to allow the autofocus to function. One possible remedy for this is to select manual focus on your lens and try the shot again. If it still doesn't work, you probably need more light. Keep in mind this problem often occurs on the auto setting. Next it says to never settle on just one shot. You should shoot until you feel like you've captured whatever it is you're trying to shoot successfully. Of course you'll have the luxury of reviewing your shots. The students using film don't. The next point is something else you needn't worry about. Don't wait until the last moment to shoot. Keep in mind that this handout is geared toward teenagers working on a school assignment, not necessarily mature, serious photographers like yourselves. But it's important to stress that you should attempt to create art and enjoy what you're doing. It's pretty scary how many kids get all stressed out during their photo shoots, trying so hard to get everything right to the point that they forget that this assignment is supposed to be fun and not a chore. Finally, what I call my rain clause. You, of course, will have the option to shoot whenever the weather suits you, but the kids don't always have that luxury. They must complete the shoot over a weekend, rain or shine. Now that we have the groundwork established, let's look at the first assignment. You are to shoot a vertically formatted headshot and have the background blurry. This is all about learning depth of field and how larger aperture openings, that is lower f-stop numbers such as f5.6 or even lower, will result in shallow depth of field. So if your subject's close, the aperture is large, and the background is at least 20 feet or so from the focal point, the background will be blurry and provide a non-distracting backdrop to your portrait. Keep in mind that you'll lose points if your portrait is horizontally formatted. Not only will that make for excessive dead space, but you're not following directions. Also note, it's suggested that you shoot with aperture priority selected on your mode dial. This way, you can choose a low f-stop number and your camera will select the proper shutter speed to give you correct exposure automatically, allowing you to focus on things like your subject, lighting, and composition. Now on to number two. This is a two-parter involving expressing motion in two different ways, 
blurred, and frozen. For blurred motion, it's important to select a shutter speed that will allow moving objects to blur in the frame, typically 1 30th of a second and slower. For this reason, you're advised to use shutter priority. Choose either 1 30th or 1 15th of a second and to support your camera with a tripod. Remember that camera shake becomes an issue whenever you're using shutter speed slower than 1 60th of a second and you don't want the entire scene to be blurry. Therefore, a tripod will allow you to get a crisp image with the exception of the moving object, which will blur and in turn pop against the crisp background. If you don't have access to a tripod, I always tell the kids to use a sturdy support like a wall or similar structure. Frozen motion is much easier to shoot since practically any shutter speed higher than a sixtieth of a second will freeze most objects in motion. But to be on the safe side, I suggest a shutter speed of at least one two fiftieth of a second on shutter priority to take your shots. Unless you're trying to freeze a speeding bullet, this will work fine. A little note about subjects. When you're doing this, try to avoid the first thing that comes to mind, such as someone doing jumping jacks. Try to find something that is moving and looks really cool either in a frozen or blurred state. That's up to you and that's where the creativity factor comes in. Now let's move on to number three. Number three focuses on what is called abstract formalism. The idea here is to photograph an object or objects that are not immediately identifiable to the viewer. That is, abstract. Shooting macro is especially effective for this shot, although you can also find abstract scenes with normal focal lengths. You just have to keep your eyes open. The example here is one of my favorites, and the kids always have trouble figuring out what it is when I ask them. I hear everything from a snake to some exotic animal. The truth is, this is a shot of a human painted in a black and white design with their arms or legs crossed. It's kind of hard to tell for sure. Now you have an idea what I'm talking about. Number four features macro photography expressing the following phrases or words. Decay slash destruction, mechanical, old, and new. Similar to the 26 things assignment I mentioned earlier, the idea here is to have a basic thing presented and then using your creativity to come up with subjects that express that thing in an effective and even symbolic way. Take the word new for example. Possible ideas could range anywhere from an infant to a budding flower to a brand new car. The choices are endless. Now on to number five, the window portrait. The idea here is to use natural light pouring in through a window to illuminate your subject in a creative, dramatic way. Adding to the effect is to have the room relatively dark and allow the window light to be the solitary source of light. By experimenting with camera perspective, light direction, and posing of your model, you should be able to come up with a powerful portrait. Note that it's suggested to shoot on shutter priority at 1 60th of a second, which will allow you to handhold your camera without shake and let the camera choose the proper aperture setting to achieve proper exposure. The last shot is your choice. Choose something you just feel like shooting or try mocking up a shot from a magazine to work on your compositional skills. The sky is the limit on this one. Well there you have it. Whether you choose to take the Pepsi challenge and shoot this entire assignment or only part of it, consider posting your best shots on the Photography 101 Facebook page. We'd all love to see them. Oh, and by the way, I've included a downloadable PDF of the assignment for your convenience in case you want to print it out or refer to it. App owners may access the file at the bottom of the screen for this episode, and podcast subscribers will find it on the website for the podcast. Well, that's about it for this lesson. If you'd like to see more photo assignments in the future, just let me know. 
I've got a ton of them. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you.